You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're listening to CLNS Media, powered by Boston Barber and Tattoo, a North End landmark that represents the cultural epicenter of the area at its core, located at 113 Salem Street. Celtics point guard Kyrie Irving doubled down on his commitment to the Boston Celtics here at Media Day. And fellas, are we any more convinced that he is here to stay? He wants to be here for the long haul. Absolutely. You, yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I was never one that bought into the fact that he's going to be gone after this year because... Mm-hmm. How is that going to look to him, right? right? I mean, the perception is he left Cleveland to come here to have his own team. And he was fortunate when he he requested the trade that he ended up here at at another winning situation. And now he's going to leave another winning situation to go to Brooklyn or New York or wherever. Yeah, It it just didn't make any sense to me. Now, I'm not going to say never say never. But after hearing him today, I'm even more confident he'll be around for the long term. Yeah, I find it hard to believe he could – find a way to rationalize leaving this situation. I mean, he said it himself, who wouldn't want to be a part of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and this young core and the great thing that they have going. It just wouldn't make any sense for him. And again, he's done it once before. I can't see him doing it again, at least in the near future. And from all we've heard from Jackie McMullen's article and from what we heard today, it's, I'm pretty convinced. Yeah, I think what resonated the most today, what he said at the press conference was, of course, the story with Bill Russell. I mean, right. talking to Bill Russell, how amazing it was. I think it was truly genuine. I don't mm-hmm. think it was something that he was sort of trying to play off as if he was you know, just trying to say the right thing, so to speak. I think he truly wants to be a Celtics legend, wants to one day have his number retired. And, of course, two seasons is not going to do it in Boston, right, Jeff? And you know what it is, too? He's been around this group now for a couple of weeks, and you've got guys without major egos. Al Horford, right. Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, it's still his team, right? It's still Kyrie's team, and even if it's not 100%, they're going to make him feel like it is because, again, these aren't guys that are out there like LeBron James that it's their show. It's his show. Yeah, right. It's his team. He's the head honcho, but I think, you know, what stuck out to me again, like Joe Sway said, is him talking about meeting Bill Russell out in Seattle. When he was having runs with Jamal Crawford, it was very genuine, and it was clearly an honor for him to meet him and then to discuss potentially having his rafter or having his name excuse me put up in the rafters at TD Garden alongside all those Celtics legends it's clear it's genuine and he wants to be a part of this franchise let us know what you think hit up the comment sections let let us know is Kyrie Irving fully committed is he could he have one step out the door at the end of the season tell us what you think CLNS media what's up Boston sports fans Jimmy T here and I have a couple questions for you first do you want to get killer seats to your favorite team for the price of a beer or a pizza? Second, are you tired of paying for all the inflated markups from brokers or last-minute convenience charges that turns your ticket purchase into a mortgage payment? The answer, of course. 
then you need to listen up about 1 in 100. Go to onein100.co right now. That's 1in100.co. Again, if you're feeling lucky, try it out. The novelty of 1 in 100 is that there's no other place online that's doing online raffles to win tickets to events. It's a totally new way to get tickets to your favorite teams like the C's, the B's, the Pats, you name it. The cost to potentially score tickets to 1 in 100 is a small fraction of the actual ticket price. Your first raffle ticket is free after you sign up, and the experience using 1 in 100 is extremely fun and excited. From picking your lucky number to the feeling of potentially scoring premium tickets, okay? So, try it now, 1in100.co, that's O-N-E-I-N-1-0-0.co. How are you, how are you feeling? Good. How's, how's the knee, how's the rehab, everything? Good. Great, honestly. Great. Uh, well, I, I can only feel like myself playing out there in an NBA game. Um, but, uh, I had great opportunities this summer to be around some great people. Um, I was up in Seattle for about 18 days or so. Um, Jamal Crawford, um, did a, a great service for me by putting together some runs up there, um, for me to to get reacclimated to the game, um, knowing what I was coming off of in terms of my injury. And um, it was just great to be up there and get um, some quality runs in and just really get back into the, the game. Um, I missed it so much. And um, for it to be taken away the, the way it did at the timing of everything, it just wasn't ideal. Um, it was hurtful, honestly, because it was an uncontrollable thing. So, um, and to go through it was a learning experience, but. It, it only helped my evolution as a person um, and as a player. So um, I'm appreciative of that time because it's, I finally got to slow down. Um, I've been playing every summer and having the unique opportunity to, you know, really play in two finals, um, you know, healthy. Uh, so it was it was it was a lot of patience on my end, but it was it was well worth it um, in, in the long run because it set me up for. Um, you know, the next years of my career and being able to become more uh, dedicated to my craft and um, my body and, you know, my spirit and my mind and my soul. So it felt good. Kyrie, what are you most looking forward to about being back on the court? And once you are playing, what is it that you want to bring to the Celtics this year that you didn't get the chance to fully show last season? Uh, I'm excited to start um, with our guys. Um, it's an exciting time, honestly. Um, my eighth media day, which is scary. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I am still technically a kid, but um, you know, being with the the guys again in in uh, this type of environment, which is high level, is the one of the highest levels I've I've been part of. Um, just because of the amount of talent that we have around us, um, our pickups have been unbelievable. If you know any cameras ever got a shot in there, it would be like you know this is. Yeah, it's pretty like pretty close to a game, you know. And um, we had guys in early as well. I was here. I've been in Boston since the um, beginning of September after Labor Day, so getting started with that and getting reacclimated. And I'm just looking forward to to help building and culture a championship. Um, 
environment here, and that takes a lot of sacrifice and commitment. Um, and as leader of the team, it it, uh, it falls uh, on my shoulders to to really uh, take responsibility for what's going on and and how we interact with one another and how we are as teammates and how does that translate into being better with the game. Kyrie, for you personally, what's different this year than last year? Not going. Um, I'm finally here in Boston for a year. Not going through a um, uh, an emotional an emotional kind of roller coaster. Um, you know, don't necessarily have to deal with the questions about the trade anymore. Um, now it's like the next question: What's free agency like? It's like you get traded now. It's free agency. It's just like whoa. <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, I'm just appreciative of the opportunity to to finally be comfortable. You know, that's that's the biggest thing, and I'm happy. So it's settling man it's peaceful so you know, I used to be nervous to come up here and talk to you guys because I was wondering what you guys would ask me but now at this point it's like I really don't care so um, as long as it's about the team you know how successful we can be and the potential of it um, you know I'm excited about that so I'm just finally comfortable and happy to be here now and present so. as one of the leaders how important is how much of a responsibility is it for you to share that responsibility mm -hmm. to, with other guys and so that everyone takes ownership? Well, part of leadership is empowerment. Mm -hmm. Really um, realizing how uh, <laughs> how great some of these guys are and the potential of them. I mean, it's really special to have young guys that get it. They, they work hard. They want it. They have vision. They have drive. They have commitment. They've sacrificed and they want to learn how to win and, and for the most part, they know how to win because they've been taught by great leaders that we have with Brad and Danny and the organization in general of how, you know, the history and the tradition of being a Boston Celtic is and what it means. So um, you're enriched in it. And uh, even playing, being on the sideline, you can still see how much of an emphasis it means to the fans to be supportive and, and really elevate the guys that are out there on the floor. You know, no matter what the circumstances, we all had each other's backs and it's good to be a part of that. Kyrie, um how you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Two-part question, about pretty much the same. Spending all the time with Jamal mm -hmm. must have been enriching. I mean, to, to his talk. Oh, and then talk, I took a picture with Bill Russell. Yeah, saw me with my little fro. I picked it out. You know, <laughs> you know trying to look like I was back in the seventies. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, taking a picture next to Bill was awesome. You know, it was fun. Did you talk to Bill? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Did, absolutely. What, what was so? Three-part question. What was that? <laughs> what were Jamal and Bill? I mean, anything? Uh, uh, Reader's Digest answer. Yeah. And then one of the guys was talking about, "Are you just?" M m and you talked about it a little bit. Appreciative to be back there, back on the court, and playing basketball again. Could, yeah. Do you have a second appreciation of what mm -hmm. it means? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, to answer your first question. Um, Ooh, I, I tell you about it. It was like I came in the gym, I was warming up, and then you just see Bill Russell walk through the door during for a regular pickup game. It's just like, whoa, wow! Like, you know, this, this is whew, talking about history here, man. And just to watch a you know a pickup game and Jamal put it together, and you know I had him there and getting a chance to talk to him, and you know he's as centric as you know if you've ever gotten a chance to talk with him. I mean, he's he's as cultured as they come as as great of a personality as knowledgeable and still he's still doing it and showing up and supporting the Boston Celtics you know he's a Celtic for life and 
You know, I, I wouldn't be able to talk about the Celtic tradition without Bill Russell doing what he did and laying down a great foundation. So um, that was awesome in itself. And, you know, that opportunity, I'll, I'll remember for the best the rest of my life. You know, so um, in the second part, I wouldn't call it a second appreciation. I think it's just, you know, you got to be realistic with yourself. I've, I've had the game taken away from me a, a couple times throughout my career, through an, um, unfortunate events, you know, some uncontrollable things. And um, I think that uh, you just become a lot more um, maniacal about the game and, you know, just you're grateful for the opportunity to play the game that you love. And you start realizing that you actually have to do a lot more of the little things than you did before. So in the weight room and your diet and taking care of your, you know, your mind and your and, and your spirit, as long as your mind body is on the same accord, you're, you're, you're pretty solid. And, and last year it wasn't, you know, it wasn't at all. I had one of the best statistical seasons of my career and it was it was like crazy how I did it because of the amount of distractions that were going on outside of it. You know, it's just, you know, you realize that, okay, what if I add a little happiness to playing basketball instead of worrying about what's going on outside of this? And, you know, maybe we'll see what that looks like. So that's a scary sight and I can't wait. Um, so looking forward to playing with out there in front of the Boston fans again and, and being out there in, in front of the league. You know, it's a, it's the greatest league in the world, I mean, and it's, it's as popular as it's ever been um, because of obviously social media and platform that's created there. But it's great to be a part of. So, final question, Jeff. Kyrie. A lot of people have you guys as the the primary competition to Golden State now. How much do you think you've closed closed the gap? Uh, we haven't closed it at all at this point. I mean, you know, Jeff, it doesn't really matter right now, and all thirty teams are looking to go eighty two and zero. So, until we get to the start of the season, I think we have the talent to compete with them. Um, you know, obviously the quote of me saying, like, I feel like we could beat them in a seven-game series because I really do feel like that, you know, but we won't know and, until we put in the work. We sacrifice the amount of time and we commit ourselves to, you know, being a, um, a quality team before we could be even echoed at a championship team. You know, it's going to take time and I'm, I'm willing to be patient. Um, I'm willing to put in the work and, and, and really help all our guys and, I know Brad's excited, our coaching staff. I know Danny, uh, you know, our management's excited. And, you know, just think about now and you think about the future. And it's like, man, this is something special to be a part of. So. Thanks, Gary. Hmm? Yeah, thanks.